You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. As we find ourselves coming out of the pandemic, one thing that a lot of people are looking at is summer travel. Summer's here. Last summer, total wash. Just kaput. Didn't do anything, right? We've just basically stayed at home. Just, well, let's not go anywhere because nothing's open. I don't want to have to deal with whatever travel restrictions are in place. Let's just stay home. People are itching to go doing a little traveling. So that's why we're talking about a couple of major issues going on right now, summer of 2021 with travel. You've got American Airlines and a bunch of other airlines canceling flights because you've got so many people all of a sudden traveling. The increased demand for travel is there. The labor shortage, there's just a shortage of people can't get these companies can't get enough employees back into their operations to handle the demand. And then we've had unprecedented weather. Here in Seattle, we've had some amazing weather this spring. And I think people are kind of they're they're just itching to get out and go somewhere. And they're like, ah, it's good weather. It's summer. Let's go. So we're going to be talking about the flight got some issues with flights. And then my other hotspot is um, car rental. That's been a huge thing. I like to go to Maui about this time of year in, ju- in June. Um, I was there last March, not a lot going on, not a lot of people felt comfortable yet. And you had to jump through some real hoops as far as getting COVID testing, get a COVID test before you leave within 72 hours, have to have the results, you upload it to a site, you do a bunch of other stuff, you get another COVID test when you get there, just a pain in the rear, right? Normally, I would go there during June because weather here in Seattle is so crappy in June. Our summer doesn't start until July 5th, typically. But this year, it's been pretty epic. We had some great weather in May, continuing in June. I don't really need to go there. And I've been watching Maui because they've had car rental rates as high as like a thousand bucks a day for a car. There have been stories where people are talking about renting a U-Haul because it's cheaper to do that than to get a typical family sedan on Maui. So the demand is so great for car rentals, because these car rental agencies, they they stopped buying cars in 2020. And they sold off a large portion of their fleet, because they had to to raise cash to make up for the difference. Because there were literally stories about how on the Maui airport, there's just this line of line after line of cars on the side of the road, because they didn't have any other place to put them by the airport. Just huge long lines of cars. Cars that people have brought back, people went home and nobody's coming into Maui. Nobody's coming into the Hawaiian Islands because they were basically shut down, right? Those are the two things we're talking about. Why are we talking about those? Because people like to travel and we're covering it here in the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. If you're new, my name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies and I read the news. All right, let's get on with it. American Airlines canceling hundreds of flights, citing a labor shortage, and unprecedented weather. The canceled flights account for roughly 1% of Americans daily flights in July, or roughly 72 flights per day. It doesn't sound like a lot until it's your flight, right? It doesn't sound like a 700 bucks or a 1000 bucks a day is a lot for a car rental. But that is until it's your vacation. And a lot of these travel companies are recommending, if you need a rental car, square away your rental car, before the rest of your trip, because you might find that there's no rental cars available for like a couple of months. I was reading uh, all the kind of locations of where things are just 
really, really tricky. And Honolulu and Maui are right up there as far as availability of, um, of car rentals. So American Airlines is canceling hundreds of its flights through at least mid July to relieve tension on operations as airports see an incredibly quick ramp up in travel demand, the airline said Monday, the Fort Worth headquartered company cited unprecedented weather at its largest hubs and a shortage of workers as reasonings behind the pullback. The company saw inclement weather affect operations at airports, including Dallas, Fort Worth, and Charlotte, North Carolina in the first half of June, just had some terrible weather, bad weather conditions put a strainer on uh, airline crews working through delays and rerouted flights. Now we've got really good weather. So we go from zero to 160 kind of boom overnight. And these big companies can't keep up with demand. The canceled flights account for only about 1%. We read that American Airlines canceled more than 300 flights last weekend, because flight crews were unavailable. Can't put the flight crews together. That's crazy. That's when you've got a supply and demand issue that um, you're not figuring out anytime soon. They're scrambling working on it. But literally, this has happened so quickly that you know, air, airlines are like any other company, you've only got so many people on the books to work. If you don't have to meet demand, you got to cancel brutal. We made targeted changes with the goal of impacting the fewest numbers of customers by adjusting flights in markets where we have multiple options for reaccommodation. It's a nice way of saying we canceled a bunch of flights knowing that maybe those people can get some other flights. We're hoping they're not too upset with us because we know we rocked their travel plans, yet we had to do it Couldn't because they didn't have an option. It's not like they can, you know, just make up these flight crews. Oh, let's just throw some together. We know we had these flight crews haven't flown before, but oh, let's just take a stab and see how this goes. Now that doesn't happen, right? An American Airlines spokesperson told the Dallas Morning News in a statement, American Airlines said the paired back schedule will help ensure we can take good care of our customers and team members and minimize surprises at the airport. Imagine showing up, your flight has been canceled. I've had that happen. It is a real bummer. You spend all that time and energy kind of getting squared away. All right, I'm going to be on the flight for four hours. I'm going to read this book. I'm going to do this. I'm going to hook up to the internet. I'm going to do stuff. Canceled. When's my next flight? Well, it's 10 a.m. now. We've got one at 6 p.m. tonight. Do you mind waiting? Yes, I mind, but that's what I'll do because I want to get to my destination. Customers whose flights have been affected by the cancellations will receive communication from the airline so they can make adjustments ahead of traveling, the airline told CNN. That is comforting. You're going to communicate to me that you canceled my flight. An American executive told the Wall Street Journal that the airline was trying to avoid the kind of situation it saw the summer before the pandemic in 2019, when extreme weather and feuds with its workers strained the company's operations. At the time, the company was also negotiating a labor contract with its unions and had a smaller fleet due to the grounding of the Boeing 737 MAX. Right at the beginning of the coronavirus, or maybe, I want to say March, April, May, I did a bunch of stories on the Boeing 737 MAX. That's the one that got cleared. It had a couple of crashes, went through the big investigation, got cleared. You were scheduled for takeoff. And then it's, it's just had a bumpy go. So a lot of these airlines just haven't been able to fly. 
the Boeing 737 MAX. Airports recently passed a pandemic milestone, recording more than 2 million U.S. passengers in a single day in mid-June. So this is what is rocking Maui, is that Maui, it's this contained environment. It's a pretty small island. And they're bringing in like 8,000 people a day right now, something like that. I read those numbers. And it's it's gone from like, you know, a few hundred to 8,000. And the tourism industry is just not able to keep up. So you got a lot of just kind of crazy stuff going on. At the same time, airport concession operators are under the same labor squeeze as much of the rest of the country since businesses began reopening after the pandemic. Restaurants and retailers at Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport said in May they were struggling to hire workers despite rising wages and hiring bonuses. I've had so many people say, there's no labor shortage. Those are all just people that are sitting at home, getting their federal unemployment, and um, they're not working. All right. That's a very small portion of the component. The labor markets have just been rocked. All right, y'all need to go home. Oh, uh, yeah, no, we, we need y'all back. We, we, we've got more demand than we can take. Well, we need y'all back. Come on back. Oh, you're not all coming back. Oh, damn it. What do we do now? Well, we cancel some flights. Ah, hoping to avoid that. All right, one of the ones we can cancel. We'll cancel this one, this one. That's literally what they're doing. That's That's abbreviated, right? There's much, much more than goes into most of these stories than I tell because I abbreviate because that's, you don't want to hear the broad strokes of all the technicalities and well, we have to do this and we cancel a flight because we can't do that. No, I, we canceled it because it, it's the, the one we canceled. All right, let's go over to um, my favorite story, the perfect storm that led to extreme shortage of rental cars in Hawaii shows no signs of clearing. Man, you'd think this is some like, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, some really exciting story that it's not, but it's about not enough rental cars in Hawaii. <laughs> That's literally, and I've been following this story for a while because it's like, really? 700 bucks a day? Man, that really shows the supply side to how things go because, if you know much about Hawaii, Maui is one of the uh, has the has some of the greatest numbers of car rental, because it's so big, that you need a car to get around. And yet it's not small enough to do like a taxi or an Uber or bus, their bus system sucks. Um, so you really need a car rental, especially if you're bringing the kids and the wife and you're going to go to all these beaches and do the luau at a different resort. And you're going to go see different parts of the island. You're going to take the road to Hana. You need to be able to drive all that cool stuff. You need a car. So that's why things have been so brutal on Maui. Um, and that's why I am not looking at going anytime soon. But if I do see a deal, who knows? I might go over there. But weather in Seattle right now has been epic. Like yesterday, we're June 22nd. Yesterday, it was like 80. We get excited about that here in Seattle. And that's that's warm. Everybody's complaining. My kids are like, oh, dad, you have an extra fan? No, I had you give all those away when I moved all my stuff out of the house before the big remodel. Um, you know, those conversations. And um, 80, you might think of 80 is, uh, well, that's a start in spring. No, that's that's like peak summer weather here in Seattle. If we hit 80, it's a golden day. It is just, oh, 
thank God for global warming, right? <laughs> I say that and I'm jo joking, of course, but what else can you have explain why it's above, you know, right almost at 80 degrees before July 5th, which is the official start of summer in Seattle. Tourists are flocking back to Hawaii in rising numbers this year as key segments of the visitor industry, airlines, hotels, restaurants, resort shops, and attractions come back to life. I just read about a new store opening up at the um, shops at Wailea. That's a shopping mall that I really enjoy going to because it's got a handful of stores that I like to go to just for Hawaii. You know, one of those you walk through and then you go down to the beach and just kind of hang out and see the sunset. It's pretty cool. Some good places to eat. And they just added a new store in that shopping mall. It's kind of an upper end outdoor mall. And um, they lost a whole bunch of stores because guess what? The pandemic, people just weren't going there. And I just read a story about some store for millennials that I wasn't familiar with, but apparently it's a good one. It's a cool one. The cool kids shop there. That just recently opened up. So we're at that point where, yeah, the airlines, the hotels, the restaurants, resort shops and attractions, they're all coming back to life reopening. Don't have enough horsepower to get there. Horsepower being the uh, labor component. One important segment, however, is showing no signs of resurrection back to our dramatic storyline. And that is rental cars. A jumble of interrelated issues has hobbled the rental car industry from rebounding in Hawaii and other large leisure travel destinations, and there appears to be no meaningful recovery on the horizon. It's brutal. And I, a lot of it, and I've read this multiple times, is the uh, semiconductor chips that they use in the computers in the cars aren't available. So you've got these supply issues. I had a friend that I work out with three times a week, in fact. She has been waiting for her Ford Bronco, the new issued one, not the sport, not the little one, but the big one. She's been waiting. She ordered that last November, I think it was. And she, she, she has no idea when she's going to get it. She's been texting uh, several different people from Ford that um, nobody's really helped her because they don't really know when they're going to have a supply of uh, of cars to be able to sell her and she wants one and they're they're not cheap i mean and um she might be on the wait list for who knows how long but she's just like i want my ford bronco she needs a new car that's the one she wants it is a cool looking car will it be a good one i don't know but that first model back out of the chute i tend to say you know wait for a couple of lines of that model to come out and let other people take that hit as far as, well, this technology didn't work out. We're going to have to upgrade it 2.0 and 3.0. There's such a disruption, said Mike Taylor, head of travel industry research for JD Power, an analytics firm largely focused on the automotive industry. It's a perfect storm. I don't know when the end is in sight. Simply put, the nation's largest car rental corporations sold a ton of cars last year to cushion the financial blows amid widespread COVID-19 travel restrictions. Maui was one of the worst. They, the Hawaiian Islands were the worst because their uh, governor basically said, lock her down, boys, no travel. So you got widespread COVID-19 travel restrictions, and now they can't buy sufficient replacements, largely due to car manufacturing delays. I was watching, uh, what was it, an MMA fight or a UFC fight? And the fighter literally, he'd won. And this was a major fight. He won and he said, hey, Elon, where's my uh, Tesla? I'm waiting for my Tesla. Where's my Tesla? This is like on a Saturday. 
Come Monday, yep, he got his Tesla. He'd been waiting for his Tesla for a long time, and he took his opportunity. The th one thing he did with his opportunity was he wants his damn Tesla S or whatever model it was. I don't know. But he got his Tesla. Good on him for taking advantage. I probably wouldn't have done that because now you're that annoying sports figure using his fame for his personal betterment. Some people might say, ah, you, you know, that's what you do. I probably wouldn't. I would wait my time in line like a reasonable person. But then again, I am not a professional UFC fighter, believe it or not. As a result, many tourists in Hawaii are shelling out obscene sums to rent the relatively few cars that are available from legitimate rental firms. Note, they said legitimate rental firms, which link prices to supply and demand. Some visitors instead turn to public transportation, which really isn't much of an option in Hawaii. Ride sharing, okay, yeah, not so much. And unconventional rentals that include moving vans and privately owned vehicles. Moving vans being U-Haul and privately owned vehicles being Turo. That is an app where you can just, you know, basically rent somebody's car. Um, it's just an app. I've looked at it. It's not bad. I just don't trust it enough. Like what happens if I'm on the road to Hana, car breaks down, the owner of my car is way wherever and something major happens. What happens? I know if I call up budget, which I like to use because they have budget fast break on Maui, which means I get to circumvent the very long lines in the car rental agency. I go downstairs and I gra grab some person with a clipboard and they say, Mr. Reynolds, you go there. And I grab the grab my car and I'm out of there in literally minutes. And I love that. And it's free budget fast break. It's a thing. In other instances, would be visitors have opted not to come. That's me. It's all out of whack, said Taylor, who is based in Connecticut and recounted that the two extreme stories that he has heard about the most are Kia's renting for $300 a day in Orlando, Florida, and tourists renting U-Haul trucks in Hawaii. That's a thing. That's how bad it's gotten. Ah, oh, it's got a, a U-Haul. Are you moving? No, we're going on the road to Hana. That'd be a fun drive. If you don't know the road to Hana, it's this, um, I don't know, if you stopped at every little place along the way, it'd probably take you six hours. It's like three hours, maybe four hours. It's really fun. It's a really windy road that goes up the north end of the island and then down kind of the southeast end to Hana, just this out of way obscure little town on the other side of the island. It's way far away from everything. But you know, you get the t shirt that says I survived the road to Hana with my family should just say I survived a day with my family. Give me a medal. <laughs> One day last week, a few rental cars from a company near Honolulu's Daniel K. Inouye International Airport were available this week for $10,000 a day. I think that's a typo. The company Yes Away was not able to clarify if this was an actual price or a mistake. I saw one that was a mistake on Expedia for $67,000 per day. That's a mistake 10 grand a day. That's a mistake, but it's interesting to talk about, right? Several other rental car firms were sold out at their airport in satellite locations around Honolulu, though others had vehicles starting at 145 bucks a day. So there are some reasonable cars, but there's just not that many of them left. Tourism officials have said Hawaii's shortage is worst on Maui and Kauai. As of late last week on Maui, the lowest priced cars at the airport from major rental firms this week was $391 on most days. On Kauai, the same firms were sold out.
It's hard to measure the rental car shortages impact on the state's main economic engine and employer. I think a lot of people are just going there and they're just going to the resort and hanging out, not doing the car rental because they are just so damn happy to get out of their hometown and go to the Hawaiian Islands. I think that's what they're doing. They're hunkering down because the numbers of people visiting Maui on a daily basis, they don't really reflect a car rental shortage. In a May report, the University of Hawaii Economic Research Organization called the shortage a near-term supply constraint for tourism based on its estimate of nearly a quarter of the statewide car rental inventory or about 10,000 vehicles being cut as of July. Those are huge numbers. The Hawaii Tourism Authority estimated the inventory decrease since COVID-19 began at 40%, but said it doesn't appear the reduction is deterring many visitors. Still, the Hawaii Tourism Authority uh, in late May began advising would-be Hawaiian visitors to book rental cars before making the rest of their travel arrangements. The agency also is helping Kauai and Maui start airport resort shuttle services and last week updated its website to explain the rental car situation and provide alternate ground transportation and information that includes listings for public bus service, taxis, shuttles, and bike rentals. Nobody cares about this stuff. They just want a rental car. So um, that's that's kind of the guts of it. I'm not going to read the rest of this because it's a lot of kind of mulling over the same information. But um, yeah, the car rental companies, they sold a lot of their cars. They've got massive demand and now they are a scrambling. So expect that to, uh, to continue here. And if you do need a car, Make sure you get one ahead of time and make sure you, a lot of what I've seen is call the rental car company ahead of time and confirm you've got a vehicle because just because you rented one, who knows when, how long ago, doesn't mean you've necessarily got one now. Technically, per your contract, you should have one. Another thing that was happening is uh, if you didn't have in Hawaii, if you didn't have that test, that neg negative COVID test three days before you flew in, you didn't get to, uh, you basically had the option of being sent in a taxi by the airport to your hotel. You get a one-time use entrance card into your hotel room and you need to spend your entire 14, your vacation in there up to 14 days and then you're free to go. But who, who books a vacation in Hawaii much more than two weeks? Not too many people. So that was a real thing. And they were literally arresting people as of just recently violating this because they take their they take their COVID very seriously. I think they've changed up their COVID protocol now, and maybe you can go in with a, uh, a vaccine. I don't know. I haven't really been paying attention, but they arrested a lot of people who were just like, screw that. I'm just going to go run around and do my thing. Well, Hawaii takes it kind of seriously, Maui uh, especially. So that's the deal. If you're going there, check it out before you go. Do your research. Caveat emptor. Let the buyer beware on your on your vacation, your flight, your car rental, whatever it might be. Check it out because things are a little topsy-turvy right now. And hopefully not your, your plane flight to wherever you're going. All right, that's it for me on this one. Um, love to have you subscribe if you so see fit. If not, I'm going to keep doing it anyway. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for being part of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. I will catch you on the next one. Until then, bye for now. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. 
forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.